It's season four and it's a fresh new episode series for us. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations where each week we invite guests to share their views on the world, work and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. Today's episode is hosted by Michelle Lightworker. Hey everyone and welcome to season four of Enlightened Conversations. I'm Michelle Lightworker, your host for today and I have the wonderful Anne Alexson joining me for the first episode. I'm so excited, Anne. How are you? Yay, it's the first episode. That's really exciting to me. I'm often the first episode for people on their podcast, so that's fun. I love that. I love that because um, I feel like you definitely hold space for anything that can happen and all that can happen being the nature of who you are. And and um, we will talk about the interesting little moment we had just before <laughs> coming on board, given the topic matter today, which is, um, yes, how we can be unfuckwithable. Um, and uh, I'll just introduce Anne for you. Anne Alexson gives a voice to the power within as the channel for the non-physical, all that is, creating transformation through the vibrational frequency of the spoken word and guiding visionaries to be and lead the change they want to see in the world as we co-create a new peaceful world that serves both the individual and collective humanity, which I absolutely love. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for that beautiful introduction. And um, it's such a pleasure to be here once again. Yeah, it's it's so awesome. And I just it jumped out at me this this topic um of of how how can we achieve this beingness of being unfuckwithable. I know it's hard to say the, the word fuck and I love that we, word. Yeah, it's it's sometimes challenging for some people to hear it, but but um in the nature of what we're talking about, it's about not being rattled and um maintaining that sense of inner peace and that equilibrium. So It's not always comfortable for me to use that word too, because I know that there are people around me who don't like to hear that word. Um, And sometimes it just doesn't feel comfortable to me. It sounds a bit like, you know, out there in the world, there's lots of people using words that trigger, specifically to trigger. And so sometimes I decide I, I choose not to use that word and I replace it with something like untriggerable, untriggerable, which is Mm -hmm. even harder to say, or (laughs) unbreakable but it's really Mm. about becoming so strong in your own frequency so Mm. high vibrational holding your own frequency so strongly that no one can push you off your high frequency yes and minding your own vibration which is the most important part of it yes and I, i i think we all know and and have felt what it's like to be triggered. Um, sometimes we act out and we don't realise we've been triggered. So there are there are sort of those those stages to, am I being triggered? Um, how do I know I'm triggered? Um, and working our way through to, okay, I could be triggered right now, but I'm choosing to see the situation in yeah. a different way as well. Because I think that that when our thoughts create our vibrational reaction a lot of the time if we catch our thoughts before they hit um, and we change our thoughts it changes our vibration straight away doesn't it oh absolutely and you know something that I've been learning 
over the the period of time that I'm now looking after my mother and dealing with people that you know I don't always spend a lot of time with because they are people who trigger me back to my childhood and um, one of the things that I've been learning is even if you do react then being able to immediately step back and apologize because you've recognized your own trigger yeah and you know it's, it it kind of it's weird for other people I've gotten mm. comfortable with saying you know what I'm really sorry I just blew up this is about me it's not about you yeah absolutely you I think know? owning it owning it um and even owning the physical manifestation of the trigger too because yeah. you know when we're triggered we have a traumatic traumatic response or a trauma response our adrenaline might go through the roof and might start shaking um, those are really good indicators that we we've been triggered or we feel like, like a hot spot in our body or a weird spot in our body um, yeah. and like they literally say you fly off the handle sometimes we like literally leave our body and we're like where am I yeah. um, and yes. it might take it might take a little moment for us to get kind of acknowledge that and be okay with that and then admit that to somebody else and then say, hey, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I'm really um, I'm really needing to ground myself at the moment and, um, you know, and give them an opportunity to, I think at that moment, it's a bit of a, a vulnerable state of being when, you're, when you've been triggered and you're apologising because one of two things can happen. Yes. The person can accept your humanity and uh, meet you at your map of the world or they can... Um, if they've been high, if they've held you in high esteem, they might uh, the world their world might come crashing down because you're human. Um, or if um, they have been looking for an opportunity to 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 violate you in 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 some oppressive way with their energy, they might take that opportunity. So it can't be understated really the vulnerability that that amount of courage takes exactly vulnerability and then the courage it takes to be that vulnerable because you know if people aren't also doing their inner work like you are and we are and some of if not all of the audience are and they're totally unaware of this sort of thing then yes it can trigger them to behave even worse which is what happened to me just a few weeks ago um and, but then it's on me then to take ownership of what was mine. I've apologised. There's nothing else I can do at this point and let them be what they need to be. Hoping, you know, I always have hope that they'll recognise that they were triggered as well. But, but I, can't, I can't hold on to that. That has to just be their thing. And then you know? once again, we're looping back around to minding our own vibration and not spending an inordinate amount of time focusing on well why don't they take care of their vibration <laughs> why why can't why do I have to take care of my vibration all exactly, the time exactly exactly and you know what is even I keep saying and you know what's even more important <laughs> but you know what's <laughs> even more important is this when you start to take 100% responsibility, recognising your triggers, apologising for them, letting the other person be who they need to be in that moment as well. And then the most important next thing is to recognise that in actual fact, and I know you've got this down pat, we're all one. 
So that wasn't someone else reacting to me. It was me triggering myself so that I could grow enough to deal with my own stuff and let them be who they are without any expectation of how they need to behave or whether they need to do it just because I did. Yes. And I, I hope I'm not jumping ahead too much when I say this. Sorry, sorry people, if I am. But be, um, I, I sum, summarise in my, my own energy and in my own being that being triggered is simply an invitation to being more of who I am, realising um, more of absolutely. who I am. Absolutely. And that's what I love so much about the work that I do and the work that you do is that we truly live that place of I am one with everything. I am one with all that is. Therefore, anything that is outside of me that makes me feel any certain way, good or bad, is irrelevant. But anything outside of me that makes me feel any certain way is simply an invitation for me or a gift to me to clean up what needs to be cleaned up inside of me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Love right? that. Mm -hmm. So, and in doing so, we release the other from the need to show up in that way that triggers me because I don't need to have that trigger anymore. So it releases mm. them. And I mean, that's how we change the world, isn't it? I, I guess you could say that as much as they're liberators of our stepping into our wholeness, that we, we too are liberators for them to step into their wholeness. If we're holding on to something like in resentment or grudges or judgment about them, um, as in trying to fuck with me, um, yes. rather than seeing them as being an invitation to my own healing, then we are holding on to stop, sort of like a part of them, their soul and stopping them from claim, reclaiming that yes, and yes. recognising that. It's like we've got a part of us, it's got like a little bit of a an ownership on that part of them for a bit. And that's why I'm, I'm really big on how we think about world leaders, like how we think about them actually influences them. So um, if we can't be at peace with the process of what world leaders are doing even if it doesn't look like the best decisions if we if we you know if we can reset our frame in our mind go well world consciousness needs is happy world consciousness needs this to be happening at this point in time for whatever reason for healing there those leaders are at this moment behaving in what we would deem bad however it is a catalyst for us to catapult us to our own healing if we can't reframe it like that we yeah. we're like contributing to holding us back from the exactly we're continuing we're in continuing to invite them to do that right so again even with um you know so i was talking about like people triggering you but also about world events triggering you like for instance when we did the shutdown and everyone was in fear i was sitting here saying we asked for it otherwise why would we have created it we're the greatest creator being on this planet. And One, yep. One everything outside of me is a reflection of something within me that I've left unhealed. So mm. if the fact that we shut down and I went into fear, that's not about the fact that we shut down. That's about the fact that there's fear in me that needs to be cleaned up. How mm. could we go into a peaceful world if we don't all have no fear? That's right. You know? And I 
and you know what it really took it there didn't it like death um what we really value what we're assigning our time people quietly quitting now yes. because they've realized that um what what just so many realizations that I think you and I, having been in the healing industry for so many years, um, we could see that there was there was a tipping point that humanity was coming to, insofar as needing to look at themselves and in terms of evolving personal development. And when when this hit, it it, it gave people an opportunity to actually sit and be and stop and look and be pushed in a way a little potential nudge from the from the soviet universe you know to say hey here it is have a look yes see what you think see what needs tending to see and and even there michelle i i really like to look at it as an invitation from myself Mm. you know to really step into that creator level i guess and and ownership and oneness and total 100 percent responsibility when my sister shows up and triggers me, that's actually me in a body that looks like someone else giving me what I'm asking for because I'm continually saying I want to be expanding in every moment. Yeah. And so how can I not expand? I mean, how can I not expand when someone triggers me? I mean, that's the whole point of the trigger is to become more from that trigger when you take ownership of it instead yep. of giving the ownership to someone that looks like they're separate from you, but in actual fact is simply a reflection of who you are. And having a look at how do I do that to myself in my everyday life? You know, what that person's doing to me, taking it back to how do I, do I treat myself like that still? Am I angry at a part of myself that treats me that way? You know, yep. where is, where is this coming from? And, exactly. um, and and have I, have I, have, am I really treating myself the best I could be treating myself right now? And what, instead of directing the anger at them, owning, owning, taking responsibility for how I'm treating myself like that. Yeah. Um, and what I'm thinking about myself, it's always what I'm thinking about myself. When I find myself going into paranoia, I mean, mm. it doesn't happen uh, too often, but I, I had this conversation with another family member the other day who is, was feeling really uncomfortable in a shopping center environment because you know they felt like everyone was a little bit of paranoia coming up and i was like well it's not it's not about other people looking at you and judging you it's because there's a belief in you that there's something in you that you don't like about yourself and you think everyone else will judge you but it's only ever you judging yourself there's no one out there judging you. Everybody's judging themselves all the time. They're too mm-hmm. busy judging themselves to judge anyone else. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter how many powers it be want to take a look into who we are and what we're doing and where we are at any moment of every day or anything like that. What really matters is what we're doing and how we feel we look because we might be doing things that we're not proud of and the thought that someone else is seeing that might freak us out. <laughs> but it's really a reflection of, our own opinion of ourselves and okay. and as you were talking yeah. um I just don't I want to loop back to what yep. we were talking about because huh. what dropped in as you were talking was where are you locking yourself down like not you Anne but just yep, the question because of the you know how many people were like feeling caged in and locked down and oppressed it's like well hang on let's take that back to ourselves where are we 
locking ourselves, ourselves down. down where are we not being ourselves our true authentic self wow absolutely hit me so hard I had to say it please follow through with your thought of what you were going to say no to remember no, no 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 it's it's all good I mean it's, it's perfect right even what happened just before <laughs> oh yes just before <laughs> where interesting enough I was listening to our podcast from season two and um, this morning, because I wanted to see what we spoke about last time, and I was super excited to listen to it to, to see what we talked about. It was all about listening with your whole body and, wow. um, and a lot of other things as well, which I love, because <laughs> I want to ask you a question of, about that. Um, but, but it was interesting because when we got on the Zoom call to do this, um, <laughs> it said join with audio, and I, I didn't know I had to press that because it was the first time it, it came up for me. I always just have, you know, the mute button there on or off. So we had some listening issues um, and this topic on That's being, funny. yeah, on being fuck withable. And then it's like listening issues where that's really important to us, like to listen. And we were talking about that. And so I just thought that was really ironic as well. It, that is incredibly interesting that that happened and that, that we'd been talking about listening and those sorts of things because yes that's the thing isn't it and what comes to me is listening to your own self-judgments your own thoughts about yourself or even your own thoughts about someone or something else and look at it and go okay if i'm thinking that about that then at some level i'm thinking that about me and allow yourself to do whatever process you do because there's so many right but I have my own, of course, that I use and teach people and, um, and do with my clients. It's to do with breathing and being present and feeling your emotions. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is what this is all about. You become unfuckwithable or untriggerable or unbreakable when you truly are just simply minding your own business mind minding your own just living your life knowing that everything that you do for yourself everything that you think about yourself blah 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 is reflected out there into the world and it brings me back to the you know what's happening in the world currently in fact you know i don't know if you're into all the conspiracy stuff but there's lots of stuff about babies at the moment or there has been throughout the COVID thing about children in tunnels and these sorts of things. And so for me, when I started hearing about that and seeing all the panic and fear, I was telling my clients because it's, you can't really tell this out in the general public, but I'm going to, mm. but I was saying to my clients, well, it's, it's actually our collective inner child that's being kept in tunnel. Mm -hmm. That, we're, that we need to rescue. It's up to us to rescue that part of ourselves. Then yeah. we won't need to see it reflected out there in the world. Yes. Once again, so it's either the inner work. It, yes. Our thought process is feed it um, or heal it. And yes. that healing does take that moment of clarity where we go, it's actually my business to focus on my inner child so that I'm not contributing and contaminating to that collective lower yes. vibrational frequency consciousness yeah. that is currently feeding that um, and you know and we're having a pandemic pandemic at the moment of people in fear that there's this mm. collective group of beings 
that uh, at the one percent, the top of the world, that are controlling everything, and so the the pandemic of fear is happening, and that's actually feeding that, because the more we fear that we have no control, the more we give our control to them, and again, them don't exist. Them are there to teach me to have my own power to come back to who I truly am which mm. is a power right absolutely and and I'm seeing this vision of as as we're handing our power over we're also that whole thing again of not allowing that situation to evolve because we're putting our own impression on it our own heaviness on it our own disowned you know part on it yeah and so it's because we're all one and that unity consciousness just weaves back and forward if we're not at peace with the whole whatever unpeaceful situation looks like then and not when i say that by all means we're taking all the steps we can to to be in the solution to contribute the right energy to the the planets and and to ourselves in insofar as our higher consciousness the best parts of ourselves looking at the situation and ourselves so we're doing all those active things not being passive but it's not again not contrib contributing to the contamination of a lot of vibrational frequency well I, and i so agree with you and and so it's really important to be clear about what current reality is and then choose a different reality for your own Correct. future. One million percent understand And to that. take that step from this is current reality. It's horrible. There mm. are people controlling us. They're trying to take away our money. They're trying to do this and that and that. That's current reality. We have to own that. We have to accept that. And then we have to go, and I'm now going to step out of that current reality and into my preferred reality and I'm going to mind my own vibration, mind my frequency in that reality. While this is playing out, you can have both in the same absolutely. moment. Oh, absolutely. And the more you spend in the future reality, in the preferred reality, the more you will let go of what is current reality. And then the more people that join you in that, well, I mean, we get to the tipping point, don't we? And then that they just cannot have that control anymore. Oh, absolutely. Someone who's because... sovereign, and we are, chooses to give their power away. We are sovereign beings. We don't have to do, give our power away, but we're choosing it in many instances right now because of what we've been through. So yes. absolutely, yes. we're sovereign it's, beings. It's, it's about stepping out of spiritual elitism um by having learned something i'm now better than you and you're acting in this lower consciousness <laughs> and we're you know all and we're all one <laughs> it's like well i've got those parts of me too so how do i feel about them right now yeah. um that that um and then um, i just keep hearing this and it's like from being triggered to being activated so Love when it. we look at yeah when we look at the trigger as an activator yeah. then we're no longer triggered. We're just activated. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm being activated. What's going on for me now? Like yep. what do I need to Beautiful. own? It's a different energy completely because we're no longer the victim. 
Because when you look at the word trigger, it's exactly. very much from the victim, isn't it? Yes. When you yeah. look at the word I'm being activated, it's almost like you're helping me. Thank it's you. A, uh, it's a powerful, <laughs> powerful expression. In fact, I do activations. <laughs> so mm. I love that you, you were feeling into that word as well, because mm. I do a lot of activations. But again, I want to be really, really clear about this because I'm no different than anyone else. We are mm. all the same. And you know, I try to live my life where I look outside and go and, and just live in this compassionate place of, oh, that person over there is this way and they're exactly the same as me. They are feeling what I would feel. They're the same as me. There's no separation between us. There's no difference between us, even though it might look like there is. There actually isn't. And that's the same for you and me as well as those people that we consider might be trying to control the world. Yeah. They're the same as us. They're in so much bloody fear. That's why they're trying to control the world. Mm. They're in so much lack. That's why they're trying to control the money and mm. hoarding the money. So mm. it's exactly the same thing at a different level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree 100%. Mm. And I have a question that yeah. I am wanting to put out there myself. And I felt like it would be lovely to have a chat with you about it. Um, the question I have is, you know, before I get to the question, I just want to sort of say in our, I guess you could say in our scientific community, we, we look for evidence um, to prove things. And when we have evidence, it's provable and we write papers on it and they get published and then people become doctors. And, you know, there's a whole trajectory on that of evidence-based research yep. and my experience tells me um, something around feelings um, and so my question is is are feelings evidence the the, the, the way that I kind of am tuning into here with around this is that while a scientist has an, an idea or concept and then proves it by experiencing it, right? Because that's how they prove it. They experience it yeah. in a moment. Yeah. It's exactly the same as I come from a place of faith. I have faith that, uh, you know, that what I'm, what I, what I, and I have that faith from experience, right? It's the same thing. So faith and scientific evidence are the same thing in my book mm -hmm. because as i said science they have an idea they try to prove it and when they have proven it by experiencing it they have faith in it and me right. I love over here mm -hmm. i'm having this information come through or whatever it is or i'm feeling just like yesterday i manifested the most amazing experience and i shared it because I follow my intuition every day, because I have faith in my intuition and my guides to lead me to where I need to go. I have literally given up everything to follow my guidance. Um, and nobody understands me. Nobody, you know, they're always saying, why would you do that? What, what? And I'm like, well, because I was told to, mm. or I felt that this was the right thing for me to do. So, Manifesting is what's currently popular in the spiritual kind of arena. 
although for me it's not a spiritual thing but at the same time it's a natural it's a natural byproduct of being spiritual at the level that where you're just in total faith right mm. so the story was that, that just very quickly i needed to buy i've been needing to buy a dress for my son's wedding and um you know it's three weeks out and everyone's like well what are you going to wear and i'm like oh, i don't know it'll be fine don't worry about it <laughs> and i woke up one morning and i had woken up from a dream and i knew exactly where the dress was and yesterday was the day to go and get it and so i did i walked into the shopping center everyone thought i was going to go to every shop i went to one shop asked a lady where the formal dresses were for weddings saw it immediately picked it up she insisted on giving me a couple of other dresses to try on but i knew already i was going to buy that one it was the one that had spoken to me in my dream Mm -hmm. right and that's manifestation Mm, definitely i didn't know that i wanted to go and get the dress now i was just kind of happy to do it the day before if that's what was called to me so Mm. what i'm saying here around your question is that that was evidence to me that's the evidence Mm that Mm. I create is this I wake up from a dream I know there's a dress I know it's at this shop and I go and buy it and I know it's going to be discounted and and it was Mm. that's I manifested that and that's an experience that I had so that's my proof yep so many things happen like when you listen to to your body um you know listen with your whole body um to your dream to your to people to what's going on around you and what well, the thing is that I don't remember that I have those dreams, but I wake up knowing that I dreamed it. Yeah. Right? And I don't know mm. I had a dream about a dress and this is where it's going to be. I wake up knowing that right. I'm going to buy a dress today, you know? And you follow the thread, yeah. do the next yeah. step, and it gets closer, like literally, like get in the car, turn yeah. it on, you yeah. know, drive to the shops. You know, I said to my mother well, that practical. day, I said to my mum, I'm going to buy a dress tomorrow. It's going to be in Chermside. It's going to be at David Jones and it's going to be discounted. Mm-hmm. And she laughed. I said, it's true, mm-hmm. mum. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see you in it. <laughs> Thank you. And it's, it's, it sounds like you, you, you live the way I live, which is yeah. like I, I, I really do trust the, the next thing to turn up to. Um, and um, after writing conversations with Ralph um four years ago after writing that book and coming to the end of season four uh sorry season three with enlightened conversations and doing work with um you know as executive producer of 5d tv it was a lot going on but I got told um my next step was going to be to go into uh recruitment and it was very different I I hadn't like I've never had that as a goal in my life but I remember um, when that happened and I was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing, Michelle? Like, but it was literally, I've been told this is what I've got to do. So mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. And so I've spent the last four years inside of recruitment, which led to HR, which led to um, teaching leaders, doing training for leaders. It's kind of been an interesting process to, <laughs> to go, to just follow the thread because it was so like away, not in a way away from what I've been doing, but it was so necessary I got told to because in I was told four years ago that in five years the inside of um, businesses would be completely different and they are look at, Ooh, look at what happened I know right COVID yeah right so I'm like wow and that happened like two years before COVID that I started yeah. looking um Amazing. and so yeah and so what 
where I'm at like now is I'm super um, convinced that more and more businesses um, on the inside of like bigger businesses, not just our wonderful entrepreneurs that are doing fantastic work in this light work community and, and with, a, you know, the high by principles that we talk about. But um, what I'm convinced is, is that, that there is a, a really big shift on the inside of organizations and they are actually encouraging people to trust their intuition now. Like, um, I so agree. It's it's interesting. So to trust your feelings, to honor yourself, to reflect, like all these like terms that we've been talking about, yeah. like just for personal development. Well, I mean, um, but this is the thing, Michelle, and and people like you and I and our friends on Soul TV and all of this, we have always talked about this you know, the, the hundredth monkey effect mm. kind of thing mm. where the more, and this is why we be, we are so, um, <laughs> this is why it's so important that each and every one of us speak about who we are and what we do authentically, be ourselves in the world because it encourages others to be themselves. When we, and again, I go back to that expression that I use all the time, which is your only job is to raise your vibrational frequency, to mind your own vibration, and to take it everywhere you go and into everything you do. Because when you're in your highest frequency, your presence, your presence and nothing more, your presence and you speaking whatever comes to you at the time, creates that in others. And it's that hundred mon monkey effect where, I find it and then someone next to me finds it and then someone next to me and it just ripples out. It's that ripple effect. It just spreads out. So this is, of course, the whole world is changing. And what's really super exciting for me is that as a channel, you know, that's a bit out there for most people or it has been. And what I'm now finding is that I am regularly approached by multimillionaires and people who do have these huge corporations. They want someone like me to channel through for them because I channel into the future. I take people into their field of infinite possibility where they can see, not create, but see their future. And, and so I'm doing this work with people who are at those sorts of levels in control of the big companies that can then slowly bring it into those companies in, into their employees and things like that. Now, that's not to say that all of them are ready for that yet. There's so many that just, you know, have wage slaves and all of those sorts of things, but we're getting there. And it's, it just gives me so much hope for our future. You know, I had, and I'm, I'm sure I've talked to you about this before. I had an experience with my guides early on and they took me into the future and I saw the world in peace. And I now know that it's actually possible. I didn't know it back then. I was like, well, that's just impossible. That's like a utopia. Don't be ridiculous. How can we possibly have peace? And even now today, if you looked at the state of the war world, where all the money in every country is funneled into funding war, it might look like that there's no possibility of a world in peace, but there is. There's two camps right now and we, you know, we're bumping up against each other. And 
if we mind our own vibration, we will affect them as well. We because will. again, we've got to get, they're yeah, the same get, as us. Exactly. And we really, there's so much to do for ourselves. It's, there's just so much that if we spend a minute thinking about what everybody else is doing, we've just wasted a minute on, on, and I'm not, I'm not being talking about being a narcissist. I mean, just talking about how can I be at peace with the moment and, and work on that so that I do contribute my yes. high vibrational frequency yes. to the hop to feed the whole world. Absolutely. When Absolutely. we're in our high vibrational frequency, we feed the world. And well, there's, um, no, there's no point um, wanting peace, but being at war with someone else. And so mm -hmm. it has to start, um, you know, my, when I came back from that trip with my <laughs> trip journey with my guides, I had stamped into me, it's there. Every time I talk about it, I feel it like a tattoo inside me. World peace through inner peace, one person at a time. And it starts with me because I can't help anyone else find inner peace until I have it. So yeah, that's absolutely. my priority. I love I loved on your Facebook page too. I wrote it down on your personal Facebook page. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to say how much I loved it. Mystic, futurist, humanist, minimalist. <laughs> well, really, I mean, love it. it. That's me. You know, I only need me because mm -hmm. I know that I'm everything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't carry clutter and I can, I'm kind mm -hmm. of, you know, and <laughs> the life that I'm living at the moment, I'm at my mum's place looking after her. I've left my son and his girlfriend at my place and I'm okay with that and I don't want to go back there. I'm just going to, when, when, when the time comes, I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't feel a need anymore to belong anywhere, to have something to hold me because I can do that for myself. And, um, you know, futurist, I think it's super important that we start this, this history that we get taught and we get warned that history repeats itself. We've got to stop it. We've got to stop doing that. We've got to go, okay, that was, it. That was what happened. Let's look to the preferred future. That same thing again. Currently, we don't reality, need to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we're repeating it because we're being warned not to, that it repeats itself. Mm. If we say history repeats, then, well, of course it does. Mm. If we all believe that history repeats, of course it does. Mm. Maybe we can we say we're learning a new way of being <laughs> through history. Thank you, history. Um, yes. We've done you. Now we're doing something different because we know what happens. If we, we didn't do, do it right, and we forgive ourselves for that, and we yeah. ask forgiveness of those we wronged. Mm. And this you can do for yourself personally, but you can we can also do it collectively for all of the wrongs that have gone on in the world. Because while we keep bashing each other about it and holding each other accountable for it. And when I say that, I don't mean we shouldn't be held accountable, but, but while we continue to drag it into the future, drag it into now, instead of leaving it in the past, we're going to keep creating it into the future. So that's why it's important for me about being a futurist. And then a humanist, it's important for me to be a humanist because, I mean, we're the greatest thing that ever existed. We're, we're the physical manifestation of source the physical manifestation of all that is. Why would we want to put chips in us? Why would we want to try to change what 
what the greatest creator in the world created the greatest creator full stop because there's no in the world why would we want to change that except to continue to improve it and the only way to improve it is consciously to to raise our vibration and raise our consciousness so that's the job of work <laughs> for and me it's like accepting accepting the gift that was on offer really at the, at the beginning just accepting it because it's already there right yeah yeah so humanism is very important to me because you know we we have to we really have to come back to self-love which is of course when we're one it's also love of everything else and everyone else it's the same thing yeah it is um, yeah so, so, and of course, I'm a mystic. Well, I, I just am, right? And then mm. minimalist, as I said, I don't need to carry anything anymore. Mm. I'm, I don't need possessions. Everything can be manifested when you have that complete faith. It might not look like you think it's supposed to look like, but if you let go of what you think it's supposed to look like, it'll be so much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I guess um, my, my sense around leadership as well with regards to, you know, how we're talking about like minding our own vibration, I, two things occurred to me when, when you were talking about yourself working with leaders of big corporations, two things occurred to me. Number one um, was that they need to mind their own vibration because if they don't, um, and they don't own it and they don't and they're not aware of it, then they're going to be either healing or hurting their their organization, their team, their business. So true. It's 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 either one or the other. If they're not aware of what's going on, in order to actually really empathize and get what's going on with your employees and your other leaders in the organization, you actually have to have a, a clue of what's going on with you. <laughs> well, you so, have to recognize that we're all one that that lowly employee who's down on the shop floor or whatever and being paid minimum wage is just another version of you so why would you be hurting yourself like that why would you be holding yourself back like that and imagine the greater riches that you could have if you shared it yeah exactly and all of those sorts of things so but and I the think, second thing, yeah. oh, sorry. Oh, yes, no, no, say. you go, you go with that. But there was just one thing I want to make yeah, sure no, that I in. say before we, Please. before we finish. Oh, okay. You can hold on to your second thing. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. Fine. I'm not sure that we've really kind of talked to the degree that we need to about, about doing your inner work and about healing yourself because it's through healing yourself that you stop recreating all of the uh, the things that appear to be going wrong in the world mm -hmm. you've got to be present and sit with our emotions and allow ourselves to feel all of the things that we've been not feeling or trying not to feel like oh you know boys don't cry and I have lots of clients when they come to me, they don't want to cry because they think they'll never stop. That was my experience way back when. I didn't want to because I had so much sadness inside me. It still shows up today. But now I just become present to it, allow myself to feel it, and it's gone, you know. So I, th I just wanted to make that point that this is everything we've been talking about here is about doing self-work and healing well, yourself. 
It, it totally is. And, and it's actually a good segue into what I was going to say, because what I was going to say was that what leaders might not be aware of and business owners of big corporations might not be aware of is that there are so many of us doing that inner work now. Yes. That if they don't actually start to do that, people just walk with their feet. They're quietly quitting. They're doing their, yep. I'm not even going to give it any energy and I'm not even going to yep. tell you why because you wouldn't get it anyway. <laughs> they're, they're walking with their feet and they're going to places that see them and they're going to organisations that value what we're talking about. And the beautiful and thing about that is that someone who's a little, even a little bit self-aware at sitting at the top of those corporations, that's why they're looking for people like us to help them because they that hurts them that triggers them and they go oh what's going on here why are these people leave? so they come mm. to, to learn why those people are leaving and they open themselves up to higher mm. consciousness and different ways of being and doing their inner work I mean that's what I do with people I do the inner work with them so that's absolutely yeah. the thing that they come for so yeah. I, I say that to say this they are aware now and there's more and more mm. of them becoming aware and it's that that ripple effect is really happening in the world right oh, now one million percent agree with yeah. you I, it's tangible i mean it's there's so many people walking with their feet that it's been re recorded in the statistics and re yes. you know, reporting by the government and the percentages Amazing. of this and and it's really good it's really good evidence i'm um, so glad i got told to to go into that world four yes. years ago. Um, yeah. I've actually just been told that what I'm meant to be doing now is just to focus on um, my podcasts and spreading as much information that I've learned as I can yes. Um, yes. out into the world, just in whatever form I can. And um, I'm excited about that because um, I really feel like, like you, uh, being a channel and, and, and just, Sometimes you've got to, look, you do, you get told what, what your next step is and it might not be yep. familiar and, and yep. it wasn't familiar. But as soon as I got into it, I'm like, this is so familiar. Like <laughs> I can get it standing on my head. I was yep. so successful as well. It was a no brainer for me, yep. but it was just the turning up bit that being a, being in faith and, and when you come into your intuition more, you're asked to do, you're asked to do things that you just, you wouldn't and you just thought, do them. You, you just do them yeah. and but I, I've got to say I'm I'm feeling like I'm I, I don't want to say back but I kind of feel like I kind of feel like oh this is honestly this is so much more like for me so much more comfortable to just be talking about the solution and contributing yes. not experiencing all the um yep. dissonance that uh, yep. obviously was going on for that four years and um I would have to say in light of our topic of being unfuckwithable, that during that four years, um, I used all those opportunities to make sure I was very much in that space of being unfuckwithable. And also, I love that. if I felt that that was not something that I could maintain for my own serenity, um, if there was too much potential toxicity around me or what have you that just wasn't ready to evolve, I just would simply step back from it. And I think that that is also part of honouring where your vibration is leading you. 
Um, so... Absolutely. I mean, you know, we call that boundaries, don't we? Mm. We've decided that, you know what, while I'm willing to accept that everything out there is a reflection of something within me that needs healing and it's only showing up as a gift so that I can do this work, every now and then I don't want to do this work and that's okay. Mm. And that's part of the self-acceptance, which is leading into the self-love, which is truly what we need to be moving into. Anything that isn't that is what's being shifted away. Having said that, Anne, I've got to say that every single instance of an trigger or activation, as we're choosing to call it, um, I used it to make sure yeah. that I did what I needed to do um, when I stepped away from the situation so I didn't yes. wasn't sitting in blame of the situation itself I was just looking at it as you take as we yourself talk about. away and do it in your own space and with absolutely. yeah no absolutely and and sometimes we have to do that I did mm. want to just say and I love that you have got that message to just now start really focusing again on your podcast sharing exactly. this sort of information because there's such a thirst for it out there in the world. I think they're, yeah, I think they're ready now. And the mm. thing about it is that when I first connected with All That Is, um, they, I, I was told that they were from, and I am from, a speaker tribe. They just call it a speaker tribe. And I know that Seth, through Jane Roberts, mentioned a speaker tribe at some point as well. And this... The speaker tribes are gathering now. The speaker tribes are gathering now because now is the time that, I mean, we've been through 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 the entire existence ma manifesting in physical form in order to speak the truth and share it. And so there's more of us here now. And this is why there's such a, um, a fear of public speaking, a fear of being your authentic self because in past experiences it's not been a comfortable thing to do and we've been killed for it and all of these things but the speaker tribes are gathering now because the world is ready for it mm. and we've got to keep speaking and we've got to keep yourself sharing other people with your audience and growing your audience and sharing your own incredible knowledge with your audience as well so makes total sense to me <laughs> yeah I feel I feel like it's all in divine timing perfect timing and yep. um I'm I'm super excited and um I I I want to know a little bit a bit, bit about what you're up to before we sign off as well because I, I you know I, I know where you've when I spoke to you four years ago you were doing this Super Soul. Was super, it really four years ago? Yeah, Super Soul Academy and <laughs> your self care deck, card decks, and yep. my Super Self so, Academy. Yeah, Super Self Academy. <laughs> sorry, I've got my glasses on. No, oh, no, super no, that's self. Okay. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> super Self Academy. Yeah. So tell me more about what. Well, and I mean, okay, you've been called to obviously support your family. I'm. I heard about your mum and and your son. So that's big. Yes, those two, yeah. those are huge big deals, and I can yes. totally relate to that. My mum passed last year, so that was in the I'm mix sorry of to hear that. everything. And my brother passed a few years ago as well. So yeah. there was just me doing it, doing the whole yeah. thing. So yeah. a lot right. of energy to hold around people being ill and and um, for a period of time as well. Yeah, over and it really, 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 really triggers you, <laughs> and you've yeah. got to sit with it. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, so so I'm doing that at the moment but I'm so blessed that I get to work with people at the levels that I work with them because I can 
afford to do what I'm doing, you know, and not have to go chasing um, clients and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I get the same call, of course, that it's time to step it up with the speaking. Oh, um, cool. So I'm looking Yay. at getting on more stages and really um, not necessarily speaking to more people because for me that's never been a thing. It's always about small people, uh, small crowds, but people who can do it for mm. all the people underneath them in their in their businesses, in their worlds, doing it with people who have that influence. So yes. that's where I'm really focused. So and that means Yay. that I don't need to work with as many people, which means mm. I could still do what I need to do here with my family. And then mm -hmm. once that's, you know, once all once that's all settled down and everything is where it needs to be, I'll have the opportunity to just, as I said, I'm not anchored anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that was my choice because both my boys, uh, my older boy, obviously, he finished school a long time ago, but my youngest um, finished school. He's now just turned 19. Oh my God. So I had made the decision that when he turned 18, that I would start to look at traveling and, and living this life of being someone who just goes where she's guided to. Um, and of course, I was guided to do this with my family mm -hmm. because it, before it even happened. So I've been kind of waiting for what's happening, what's going on. Why do I feel that I need to stay here, but not here? And so, so just following all that guidance. So that's what I'm looking forward to next. But oh, in the fantastic. meantime, I'm able to, I do weekend retreats with my clients or I go travel to them and sit with them for the day, do the healing work and do the teachings and everything. Um, so it's, it's, it's an, an easier way to do it while I'm doing yes. this with my family. I can just yes. take off for the weekend or for a day here or there. And yeah, it's just perfect. It works, works perfectly. It worked out perfectly. Of course, oh, why would beautiful. it not? Yeah, that's that's great. I love that. It's, it's such a feeling of, oh, I'm just getting a, such a feeling of freedom for you. Um, yeah. I know that it's it's um, just beautiful to be able to have that freedom, that level of freedom. Um, and I think and walking, well, walking in faith has prepared you for that. So, <laughs> you know, if you hadn't have prepared, you wouldn't have been able to do this. Like a lot, not a lot of people could do what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. And, and yet, you know, yesterday, when I posted about the dress and manifesting it and all of those sorts of things, mm. I made a point of saying that anyone looking into my life right now would think, Oh, my God, the poor thing, she's got no freedom. <laughs> she's got so much uh, un unhappy things happening. And yet, at the same time, I have so much freedom. This is this is the future is the world of the paradox right yes absolutely mm -hmm. yeah so no judgment of either just a balance of the two a, a, a swinging between the two all the time and mm. not judging it in any way because that's actually what causes the problem yeah that's what causes exactly. the, the 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 drama and the fear and the whatever mm. to come up exactly um, and people can still find you um at alexon.info is that right on your website yeah, and alexon.info and... but you know what i love people to connect with me on social media on facebook yeah it's, good. it's just it's cool easiest. isn't it 
yeah it's, it's so nice and and Anne's got a, a Facebook page um so you can look um for her at all that is Anne on Facebook and often you're doing live streams or you, you you jump on or what have you and you invite people to do comments and you like to answer their questions and things like that which is so beautiful and it's it's just a, a testament to connecting which which we what want to encourage the speaking and the connecting is is what we want to encourage everybody to do so um uh yeah i really value what you're doing um i'm so excited to see um just to keep connecting with you too Anne, and just to to see what, what's next for both of us because i think it's an exciting journey that we're both walking in faith and seeing what turns up for for ourselves absolutely um, and um and i just want to make mention too just so so that you know, because I only just did this yesterday, was I um I I published a, 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 a I guess you could say a, a podcast that I'm not going to add to. It's just a like a just short bite-sized snippets for Everyday Light Worker 101. So I did that yesterday because I had them all on YouTube and I had them on 5D TV, and that sort of um, has run its course now. And I wanted to transfer them into podcast form, so I've got like ninety six. Yeah, I got like 96 lessons, um, basically working with the 12 principles, cross-sectioning them with the uh, eight chakras because I include the ear chakras because you know how important they are to me. <laughs> um, and so um, if anybody wants to jump on and Spotify, Apple or, or any other, you know, podcast place that Acast um, do their thing through, um, they're only like between five to 10 minutes and you can have a nice little enlightened start to your day or end of your day. Sounds absolutely perfect. And, you know, short snippets for our short attention spans. Yeah. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> I know. That's, I know. It's so good just to be able to do something. Um, well, thanks so much, Anne, for joining me today for this wonderful conversation. Um, I, love, I loved it and I enjoy seeing what's next for us both as we move forward. Thank you so much, Michelle. Lots of love to you. 